Hi, this is Tessa with Hawthorne's Hearth, and here we discuss all things old. Today's episode is going to be about home tending and some life updates and today's recipe. It's a little different than what I'm normally doing. I kind of want to embark on expanding on what I'm offering to y'all. Um, because I feel like, you know, astrology is fun and it's really important as far as understanding the flow and the patterns of our lives. But I also think expressing the pattern of life is also very important. And I really want to take you on that journey today. So get your glass of red wine, hopefully organic, <laughs> um, or your tea or your bone broth, whatever you decide to sip on today. Roll yourself a nice little joint or maybe some tobacco and ceremony and let's get talking. Hey guys, so I guess I'll just start off with, I'm sorry I'm so inconsistent. <laughs> um, I really <clears throat> want to go into the details of why I was so up and down at all times, um, but honestly would do disservice to everyone involved in the situation, but let's just say... My life looks very different than it did six months ago, a month ago, two months ago. Um, So when I started this podcast, I was living with my ex-fiance. And we had a home together in Awatuki. And we had chickens. We had dogs and cats and um, a very flourishing garden. And we'd been together for about five and a half years. But... In that time, towards the end of a relationship, I started this podcast, and it was really just to remember my own creative functioning. I um, never really given anybody a backstory about who this person is that is speaking through this platform, and let's just say we can get into that later in a different podcast, probably, but I have been in this very long journey of... Um, remembering how to nourish myself I guess is the best way to put this without it being it's the most politically correct way to say this um so when I started the podcast I had been going through some major shifts in my life like I always do and one of those shifts was leaving and finishing my associate's degree in health sciences and intuitive studies I did two years for my first associate's degree ended up actually transferring my credits over from that associate's degree into health sciences and completed my associates with health sciences and a major in sustainability, nutrition, and Western herbalism. I know most people don't have three majors at once. This school that I went to was very interesting in the sense that your attendance as well as assignments, obviously assignments, but primarily your attendance was the most important aspect of your grading. And so they filled a lot of our time. It was 35 hours a week of school for about three and a half years. So it was, it took up my entire life. And when I left, I was very excited and full of information and started releasing said information and then started the podcast shortly after and felt the ball rolling. But as that was happening, I was transitioning into the death of this relationship I was in and this person that I thought I was, who I was, and what that was in, in, in relationship to my community. At the time, my community was very different. Um, and so I guess I'm just starting this with 
kind of like an overview of like who you're talking to or listening to. And a lot of those that listen to this podcast are people I know in person. A lot of those that listen to this podcast are also not people I know in person. So, and people who know me now honestly don't have any idea of where it came from as far as the last like 12 years of my life. Cause I've had a lot happen in that 12 years. And so I don't really think there's a reason to apologize as far as like not being consistent and posting a podcast because that kind of seems silly to me um and only because it's not in my opinion if you're going to apologize for something it's because of a relational um like hindrance you've created and so in my opinion a public podcast is not worth <laughs> apologizing for I will say I'm sorry to myself for not maintaining the relationship I wanted to maintain with this podcast um because the whole purpose of it was talk about astrology and in turn learn more about astrology because it's a forever process of knowledge based learning uh, or experiential based learning so gaining knowledge through discussion and um pontificating and learning about this subject but through the action of speaking it living it recognizing its pattern actively and so I apologize for having certain folks in my life who honestly were listening to that podcast for guidance to some degree, and I didn't give that consistently, and I didn't give it in a way that was supportive maybe to everybody else. Um, so I apologize for that, and hence why I want to go into a different transition with this podcast. Um, <laughs> so all the prefaces aside, today I kind of want to start a new flow a new format, hence why I'm deleting all the old podcasts or I'm putting them on archives. So they're not deleted, but they're not going to be public. Um, fast forward to now, a much more stable, much more nourishing time in my life. Right now I have fully moved to, I actually, I'm not going to dox myself. I moved from my, you can't call it hometown, but the town I grew up in for the last 13 years, which is over half my life now. Um, I moved from that town up to a high mountain town in the middle of a very pristine, beautiful forest and with somebody that I really want to start a life with for a long time, in my opinion. Um, and so I feel like, especially with the sidereal new moon in Scorpio, which I will talk about next episode, um, it's a great time to kind of just like make dinner with you guys, which you'll hear the sounds of me making dinner. Um, in my RV, which I'll get into that later, but right now, um, life update is I moved about 200 miles away from my family. So it's not too far, far for me. Cause I'm a homebody. I'm Pisces when it comes to, um, if you understand astrology, home bases and stability and rootedness is very important to me, especially with my Scorpio ascendant, my Scorpio, new moon, my Scorpio moon. I, I strive for stability and, um, consistency through exploration expansion. Um, but maybe more an internal place, not as much. So how everyone else is really into expansion and maybe there's so many forms of it. But what I'm saying is, is my variation of expansion right now in this point in my life, um, through my Saturn return is very much. So a rebuilding of home 
a rebuilding of autonomy of my body, which is the first home I've lived in, rebuilding relationships with my family, which was family being my mother, the very first home I ever lived in. And so there's this big, I will get into the new one a little bit now because I, there's no choice. I'm getting into it. Um, there is a big focus right now on um, the opposing sign for Scorpio is Taurus. There's a mothering happening. And this mothering is very tangibly felt. We're re-nourishing and re-nurturing ourselves. And right now in my season of this life, I am in a deep sense of re-nourishing. I am re-establishing myself as a person, an identity in a new town where I don't know anybody um, except for my partner. And we are meeting new people and getting new friends and having new routines and new cycles and systems of rejuvenation and transmutation of very hard fucking things we've been going through. Um, and I don't really need to get into the specifics of what hard things. Cause honestly it's more of like a personal journey than it is an external journey. But let's just say we've worked really hard to get where we're at right now. And we're very proud. I would say in the sense of grateful that we can finally be in a space of relaxation. And so with this new moon in sidereal Scorpio, um, I and with a Saturn in Aquarius, I think there's a big, 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 big feeling of gaining interdependence through understanding our role in our community. And right now, I'm remembering my role in this community and in this community that I've created on this platform. And so with Hawthorne's Hearth today, I really just want to dive. I'm giving you guys a lot more of my perspective than normal being more personable than normal because I think that right now when it comes to understanding certain aspects of astrology especially coming from the way that I want to talk about it it is a more personal relationship it's not I was so fixated prior on educating and making it accessible to everyone and in turn made it not really accessible for me to discuss because I got too heady and I started overthinking what that even looks like and so I think a good way to break this up and a good way to help embodiment is to do this how I would do this with my best friends, how me and my best friend, Hannah, who's an amazing astrologer, if you don't know, um, I'll put her information in my bio because her name on Instagram is a little bit different than what I remember. We change our names a lot on there because um, we like to rebrand, you know, Scorpio Ascendants with our interdimensional personalities. <laughs> um, we usually we'll make dinner together when she still lived in Arizona and we would drink red wine that we infuse with herbs or make a really beautiful infusion of tea. She's sober now. She doesn't drink. She doesn't smoke weed anymore. Um, but when we did do this together, it was such a fulfilling time for me. And so I kind of want to take you guys on this journey of getting to not only prep dinner for me and my hubby <laughs> before he gets home from work, which you might hear him come in as I'm doing this. So don't mind me if I shut this off randomly in the middle of the sentence. I'm probably not going to edit it out because it's much work and I don't care to do it anyway. Um, but I feel like <clears throat> with this new moon sidereal Scorpio, especially being so Scorpio in my chart, um, some major things I want to touch on when it comes to Scorpio energy is... You're going to hear my propane going because I'm getting my fire, my fire stove top going, preparing some bulganese tonight. Um, so where do I begin? Um, Scorpio, new moon. 
in the sagittal charts so scorpio represents and is ruled by well its original ruler was mars um mars is actually making an alignment with this new moon making it feel really at home in what i just discussed earlier and that is remembering our body autonomy and remembering our own interdimension or interdependent power through understanding our individual strengths and so a lot of people will talk about scorpio and talk about sex and taboo and a, um, it is those things but i think really what scorpio if you want to look at it from a seasonal standpoint when scorpio is in the sky we are entering into fall we're beginning our autumn and autumn really for humans is a time where we prepare there's it's kind of like our second summer um because we are an agricultural hunting you know foraging based um, species we depend on the seasons and their flux and flow to <laughs> to um achieve certain aspects and goals so coming from this from a biological economic or ec ecological standpoint when we're looking at our season of autumn and our season of scorpio what we're going to be seeing is this um proclamation to get her fucking done scorpio is usually associated with a very intense almost fiery uh earth or water and in turn i think this can really um be maybe mistaken as emotional intensity or delulu or what have you, which are all very, very plausible prospects to this energy. And so I'm not going to highlight right now on the neg negative aspects of this and this, um, you know, expression of the season and its astrological relationship. I'm going to focus on what it is on a basis of function, okay? And so when it comes to the sidereal new moon, I think instead of focusing and fixating on how to turn up your sexy or to remember your power, in what ways do we remember our power? In what ways do we remember our capacity, our capability of obtaining power? Because really, power doesn't exist. Um, I would say there is... A relationship to uh, maybe aggression and um, and manip. Uh, what's the word? It's like autonomy, but in action. So like, there can be this very like I need to defend and I need to um, act out almost. I don't want to say act out, but like yeah, like have this very big expression very emotionally driven big expression of our what we think is our power and in this move in this um process of remembering my interdependence in this new body because really when we in my own relationship with myself what i mean by this is i'm in my own stage right now of remembering my interdependence. I moved out when I was 18 for the first time, but I did not do it in a way that was in confidence of my capacity or capability. And in turn, I put myself in some pretty intense situations of having to get it quote unquote together um, and in a very survival-based state. 
and there's nothing wrong with survival mode. I will start that now. <laughs> survival mode is necessary. It's important, um, especially when we're talking about, like, you not really having a choice. Like, that, and Scorpio New Moon is really kind of highlighting on that. It's like, where new moons are all about new beginnings and seeds that we're setting. But, like, when we have new beginnings and seeds that we're, we're setting and that we're, we're propagating, <laughs> that we are planting and germinating and scarifying if you really want to get into what seed development can look like depending on what seed we're trying to um properly sprout <clears throat> there is different ways that we need to plant this seed and i think that a lot of people talk about scorpio like new moons in general um in a very generalized way which is nothing wrong with that i totally get why it's a little bit easier um because not everyone's gonna understand the semantics and specifics i trust y'all to do so and so when I'm talking about um, this different ways of planting seeds, sometimes there's going to be certain seasons where you recognize what seed you want to plant. So I got a little call from my hubby in the middle of that, speaking of him. And uh, so I kind of lost track, but I re-listened and I remembered. So <laughs> to get back into it, um, what happens when we understand what seed we're planting? I think there's a lot of emphasis in the astro astrological community as well as the occult community on, I don't want to call it buzzwords because I don't believe anyone's intention is malice. And I don't believe that anyone's intention is even, I don't even think that people are that misinformed when they're discussing these things. I think there's just certain ways to really understand when we're talking about these things that they are all based in feeling. And that a lot of these things not only are based in feeling, but the feeling when it comes to our intuition and trusting our gut and understanding what those words mean fully, it's beyond just <clears throat> having a goal. Like literally, like literally understanding that we have a goal and we writing us writing it down, understanding the process of which it takes to achieve said goal. All those things are amazing, and if that's all you can do, that's fucking awesome. But really, when you tap into the feeling of that vision, so like, I say, for example, recently, life update, I moved out of my, I was living with my ex-fiance, like I said earlier, moved back in with my parents, who live, ironically, down the road from me, from our home, and in that process, when I moved back into that home, and when I left the previous home I was in, my seed I was planting at that time was... I want to feel like I am a part of a home. I want to feel part of a community. I want to feel a part of, and not just something, but something that I co-created with something, somebody, somebody's else. So that whether it be my, my general family, which I needed to heal a lot with my family personally. So going back and moving back into my mom's home and my dad's home and really like trying for once to understand their perspective and who they are as a person beyond the role that I put them in my own mind when I gave them back their power <laughs> I tapped into a whole other version of trusting myself than I did before it doesn't mean that I made decisions with a thousand percent confidence Com and I mean in confidence in the sense of like Maybe even I would say as far as say arrogance, because my teacher, my favorite herbalism teacher ever, Joanne Sanchez, told me one time when I was scared to do and um, I was going to do a 
big presentation. I was getting ready to do a big presentation on tinctures and how to make them. Very simple presentation, not a big deal. I am, was, am terrified of talking to people in person. And like, especially about things I'm passionate about because I'm obviously fearful of protection. And so one of the things that she said to me was courage is not doing something because you're not scared to. Courage is doing something in despite of. It's walking into your fear knowing that there is no other choice. That there, it's, the choice you have is the action step that you must take. That, that what you must take is up to you. That what you must take is circumstantial and only relevant to your understanding of the circumstance. That is taking back your power. When you walk into a circumstance understanding your role and your action steps in that community, in that ecology that you're entering into, um, <clears throat> you understand your ability to create there in that moment. And that's remembering your power. Remembering your power is remembering what capacity you have to create and how many adaptations that can have and trusting that you don't even know, need to know where those adaptations could go into, what they look like, how they patternize. You just need to trust that your intention matches your action. And those all come back down to your core value systems. Scorpio is about, is ruled by the reproductive system. It's ruled by the depth of October, the depth of, um, you know, the, the darkest times, the beginning of the dark times. And I think that's a huge thing to think about. Scorpio comes in during the beginning, the beginning of the darkness. And that's not, it's not the darkness. Everyone's idea that Scorpio is dark is good, is accurate. But to say that it is darker than Sag, it's darker than any other sign. It can be very misguided. And I don't know how to get into that too deeply without <sighs> discrediting certain folks. But I will say that Scorpio is teaching you how to walk through the darkness. It's not, it's not even showing you the darkness yet, honey. It's giving you the tools. It's giving you the tools an opportunity to transmute and so when i'm talking about taking your power back your bodily autonomy back i'm talking about remembering what it feels like to trust and feel your vision when you're a little kid and you're daydreaming and you're pontificating about all the opportunities you could possibly have as a child because you don't understand truly i mean maybe you did at that age who knows but there isn't this ingrained 15 years of rejection and fear and all these other things. There is a, when people talk about the purity and the innocence, I think really what they're indicating is there isn't a gap. You have an idea. I want to color a book. You don't know if you're coloring that book correctly. You don't know if you're coloring in the fucking lines or the shades match or the patterns go together. But when you're a kid, that doesn't fucking matter. You're learning about it. And so until someone tells you it looks stupid or bad, you're not going to ingrain that within your own mind. You're going to create something. And you're going to be like, oh, that's cool. I created it. You're not going to care about how it turned out. And that's not saying that you need to live your life like with that naivety. But what I'm saying is, is if you under, for us to remember our power and for us to remember our, um, our creative force, our capacity, our creative capacity, our creative curiosity, our creative engagement, <coughs> that all requires us. To really feel, feel, Scorpio, feeling. That's where the passion and the feeling and the intensity comes from. You can, you can make it all out to be a manifestation of acting out. 
that's not what Scorpio asked you. Scorpio asked you, are you prepared to be honest about what you really fucking want? Are you prepared? And what you really want, is that even what you really want? Do you even know that? And maybe you don't. There's nothing wrong with that. Most of us don't really fucking know until we're in the middle of doing it. I think that's really also new moon Scorpio energy, the seed quote unquote planting that we're doing. What we're, what seeds we're planting really are more in conjunction with, again, how we're planting them. Because those seeds are in relationship to how they are planted. And that's how they propagate. And that's how they sprout. And that's how they move on. And their genetic evolution, their energetic patterning into blossom. Your seed planting is imperatively in relationship to how you plant that seed every single fucking day so don't get heady on the goals this new moon don't get crazy on them maybe just with this new moon think about a couple a couple two i'm i'm serious just two just try two two simple things i'm not giving you one because i one is pressure two is enough there's two things i'm sure in your life that you want to elevate if not reevaluate because you there should be everybody has something to elevate and uh, add more to their life um which is a good thing you don't want to reach the peaks and you die um so with this new moon instead of getting caught up in healing all of your sexual trauma at once and all these like big things that you keep seeing on tiktok youtube about that surround astrology and they're saying get rid of these big identities that you held on to and that hold you back from your power and all these big buzzwords. Let's just break it down real simple. What are the two things that are going to make you feel back in your body the most today? And can you relate that to your goal that you have for the next month? Does that, can you make that goal a year long goal? Is there a year long goal that you're looking at? Look at your timeline. Like these, the way that we want to navigate astrology and especially new moons is again, specific to us. And so in your life, what timelines are important to you right now? Maybe right now, all you need to focus on is a week. Maybe a year is too much and that's okay. Focus on a week. What do you want this week to feel like? What do you want? And how do you make what you know of this week? You think about the day. What do you want this day to feel like? Okay, let's break it down some more. Cause again, Scorpio's details, specifics, the nitty gritty. That doesn't mean it has to be taboo, crazy, outlandish it's saying what are the intricate aspects because it's again ruled by the reproductive system what are the intricate aspects of your creation when i wake up in the morning intricate aspects of my creation are making sure my mouth is clean because if you want to get into it your mouth health is important to your reproductive health for females specifically your ph is linked to your mouth um your teeth and your gums are based their health is based in how much how many minerals how many vitamins you're absorbing into your body are you getting enough calories a day are you getting enough protein a day are you getting enough fats a day are there complex carbohydrates in your diet to support your liver and your insulin levels and all these things so it's really fucking important for me to remember to do my oil pull scrape my tongue and brush my teeth with a good toothpaste that's important to me that helps me set myself up for a focused and ready day. It's a very simple thing, but I can tell you right now if I'm dehydrated, which I'm going to say my next thing is starting my day with minerals, starting with a, a good amount of protein, fat, and complex carbohydrates. Not a big meal, just 
a piece of good raw, a piece of good red meat, um, preferably in broth because I have a hard time chewing and things like that. I'm healing my body from eating disordered eating habits. And these small things are seeds of my day because I'm not going to be able to meal prep, take care of our RV. We live partially off grid. So when it comes to showers, shits, piss, I got to make sure our black tank is flushed every couple of days. That's just the way of living with an RV. You, Cause then you'll get a poop pyramid and there's a fucking hell. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, there is many chores a part of this day, making sure the RV is clean because it's a small space. So it gets crowded very quickly and getting everything cleared out and aesthetically pleasing again, because it's important for me to see beauty in my day. It's a foundational aspect of me to have work to pay my bills and to pay for our home and for food. It's, these are like me waking up and brushing my teeth, but doing it in a way that makes me feel confident in my health and how I'm treating my body. Me making sure that I'm hydrated so my mind and my cells are an optimal function. All these things to me are important seeds to making sure that in the next three days, my body is prepared for what will come next. God knows what that is, but it's just the preparation process of understanding life is always happening and you are happening with life. And so to happen with life, you need to have patterns and routines, seeds that you have planted over time that grow. And so this seed that I used to have about wanting to live a healthy life, a long healthy life of physical ability, of mental clarity, emotional community, like understanding how my role emotionally serves folks around me. And that could be taken very differently than what some might take it as, but you are a part of a world, a world where you interact with people and your capacity to integrate with those people is important. It's not all about us, us being you, me, and our ability to like show up with that understanding of like my capacity to support myself also inherently supports your capacity to support you and vice versa. And that relationship can become entangled. And so when you're thinking about planting your seeds this new moon, I really want you to focus, like whatever is really seeing into your heart. For me, it's home. It's my body. It's my home because I, it's my ascendant. So I'm thinking of it with my, the first forethought persona, my, the things that are most tangible to me. Maybe for some of you, it's your career. Maybe for some of you, it's more complicated aspects of your health, not day-to-day health tending, but maybe you want to be better about getting your blood taken or finding accessibility points, understanding where your baseline is at and where your body is at. Um, I will say for specifics, when it comes to sidereal Scorpio, it's about your body. It's about your home. It's about your relations. And it's about how you primarily, it's about the relationship of their transmutation process. What is a transitionary look like for it? Um, are you constantly cycling different health protocols and ideas? Are you not giving a fuck at all? And you just let your body fall to the wayside and just don't really give two fucks about those types of things. Like what is your relationship with your body autonomy and how does that relationship affect your, your community, which is your secondary body? And how does it affect your mental, which is your third body? And how does it affect your emotional, spiritual your fourth body like what aspects of your relational life 
need tending right now? And what seeds do we want to plant to ensure their legacy, their prosperity, their health, their um, continuation of... Because <clears throat> abundance is a, a weird word to me. Not in the sense that I don't like the word. I just... When I think of the word abundance and when I think of abundance embodied, I don't think I carry it with the same notion that other folks carry it with. And so I want to be careful about the way that I describe that, honestly, just because I don't want it to be taken out of context. Um, unfortunately, I hear about that too much still. And so, <clears throat> what sort of was a life update to you guys? And <laughs> this turned into an, an, a new moon podcast. Um, but that's what this new moon Scorpio is all about. It's, again, aligning with Mars and... Some people may say that's this is a time of intensity. There's going to be some violence. There's going to be some explosion, whatever. Sure. Maybe because it is hitting the solar the solstice in T minus like 4 days, <laughs> um 5 days, 6 days. Maybe take this time to slow down in whatever way that means to you. Whatever is accessible to you. And write down those two main goals that help you feel, feel physically, mentally, emotionally, the connectivity points of feeling that relationship of remembering your power and how that taps into remembering your vision and what your vision really is tending to when it comes to the relationship with larger vision. And you can do this by writing it down. I think really... A fun way of doing this is write down what you think are your two main goals at the beginning of your day. No matter how scrambled you feel, no matter how all over the place you feel, just write those two things down. And then today or tomorrow or whatever day you decide to do this, tend to your to-dos, your responsibilities, your limitations with the notion of like, this is my moment right now. Like you wake up in the morning your only goal right there in that moment is to open your eyes and come back to your body from sleep. That could just look like taking a couple deep breaths in the morning. That could look like putting your feet on the ground and breathing into the feeling of your feet touching the ground. That could look like just getting up, walking into your kitchen and grabbing yourself some water and remineralizing it. Something to bring you back it would be a great way to start the Scorpio new moon the next few days. And then go about your day in the same way. If you eat breakfast, hopefully you do. Make yourself a breakfast. And as you're making your breakfast, put on YouTube video, whatever you want for your background. But maybe just make your breakfast instead of scrolling through your phone while you make your breakfast. You're trying to get it done as quickly as possible because you're thinking about the five other things you have to do because of this breakfast. And now it's getting in your way. For once, just think about life step by step and see how that helps you support your understanding and clarity around what goals you're setting for yourself. Cause maybe your goals don't even honestly matter to you. Maybe these goals are goals that you feel like are set in stone and based in what you are expected of to do. And maybe what you're expected of to do is in alignment with your values, but you're so disconnected from your body. You can't feel that. So let's just like tap back in for a minute. The new moon Scorpio is a dark time. It's about to be winter again. And I would much rather implore everyone to use the Scorpio time, the Scorpio new moon time, to just really get sensual. Because that's what sensual is about. It's beyond sex. Because what is sex? It's feeling. <laughs> like, come on. 
Like that's when people are talking about Scorpio and they're saying it's about sex appeal. Sure. Whatever. Let's get down to the details and the degree of those things. It's about feeling. It's about understanding the honest truth of your feeling. So maybe you're sensual is when you're folding laundry and you're ensuring that your posture and your belly and your hips feel supported while you're doing this mundane task because you can feel into your body and its posture and what it, what it needs for support and power. Maybe it's tapping in when you're talking to somebody else and just really actually looking at their face and looking at their what what they may be going through in the middle of this conversation because we sometimes maybe get caught up in not wanting to look at people when they're talking or whatever. We get caught up in other people and what we think they're thinking. And we're not even really thinking about what they're thinking. We're thinking of what we think they're thinking. We could just be really tapping into what they're experiencing. Sometimes people are just really nervous and awkward and fearful because they just feel awkward and fearful. It has nothing to do with you. And maybe that could help you tap into this conversation with them deeper and actually maybe discover something about one another that you normally wouldn't get to discover. Um, maybe this new moon Scorpio, you just fucking clean your house deep, deep fucking clean that house and really love the fact that you have the opportunity to clean a home because it's your home. And, it's, and the reason why it's being cleaned is because it's being lived in. It's being nurtured. It's nurturing. It's holding space for, it's protecting. You know what I mean? Like... <clears throat> And don't mind all my background noise with my kitchen. I'm I'm cooking, like I said. I wanted you guys to have a glass of red wine with me while I make us some bolognese. Um, a pesto bolognese with crushed pecans. <laughs> and really great grass-fed meat. Um, yeah. Name of Scorpio. Great time. And since we completed that discussion unexpectedly, I did not think we'd actually get into that that deeply. Um, let's honestly talk about the recipe I made today while we did this. Today, I was really feeling... So for breakfast, I made me and my man a... Uh, we bought this... We got a fucking deal. Speaking of resources and resourcefulness and feeling abundant and planting some motherfucking seeds for meal prep, we got a fucking seven to eight pound ham for $8. Shout out to the Christmas deals, baby. So... This morning, I made some brown sugar marinated baked ham with some scrambled eggs and hash browns. Mm. And damn, that was good. That set the tone. So it got me in the mood. It got me in the mood to cook. It's been a little bit. We've been in the settling process of moving, and I never took that ser- seriously when people said they were, like, <clears throat> I moved many times. But I will say this is the most active I've been in my own moves. Usually I have other people taking care of the rest of the other meals. <laughs> and so with this move, I I just kept thinking over and over again, I want to feel nourished. I want to feel fulfilled. I want to feel built up because that's what this move has felt like. It's felt like we've re-nourished and built up and reestablished ourselves as, as individuals into a truer version of our own values. And so today for a new moon celebration... I was like, we got to eat fucking ham for breakfast. That's for sure. Fuck bacon. Let's bring it up a notch. Let's char some fucking ham fat. And some nice slices of fucking candied ham and be happy. For dinner, or for lunch, I made a pesto, um, like a 
pistachio pesto, mozzarella, lemon cracked black pepper, chicken slash candied ham pizza. Pretty fucking intense. Pretty delicious. Extra thick crust. Amazing. Okay. So for dinner tonight, I decided I was going to put on my long black ribbon purple nails to feel my witchy self. I decided to make us a grass-finished bolognese with a beef meat stock that I'm rendering slash brewing right now in our crock pot and our broth is made of a lot of herbs that are going to be supportive to expelling excess heat in the liver, expelling excess heat in any of the extremities so that we can fulfill the channel flow. And so I put some warming herbs in there too. I put some burdock. There's some, a pinch, tiniest pinch of suma, a luthro, red raspberry, thyme, rosemary, oregano, chamomile, let me look at my pantry and see what I put in there because I honestly can't remember. I just started throwing shit in there. Nettles, alfalfa. There's some birch bark, I think. And alfalfa. Astragalus. Um, and then I'm going to actually... Ooh, she's hot. She's done. I'm going to now brown some butter and garlic and onion and shallots. I'm going to pour that into the broth and into this beef stock um, bolognese I made. And I'm going to pair it with um, just some angel hair. And I'm going to toss in some olive oil and gar- olive uh, infused garlic oil. And then I'm going to sneak in some powdered fucking milk. Without complaining. It was going to be a, it's an herbally infused, adaptogenic based. <clears throat> no one holy basil's in there too. It's bringing that warming aspect. Um, an herbal infused bone broth that's been stewing since about six in the morning. It is now five and I put it into a now herbally infused bolognese that is going to build, tonify, and nourish our bones, our soft tissue, our mucosal glands. And support our lungs because Eleuthero helps promote oxygen absorption as well as adaptation to cold weather because it's 15 degrees tonight. It's fucking cold here. So we're going to be eating hefty, meaty, delicious meals for this new moon. And probably well over the next like two weeks, I would say, with um, the Mercury retrograde and we'll be grounded. I want to feel my body so I can hear these messages loud and clear and not make silly decisions based in fear running around crazy my head cut off okay so if you really want to understand what i said again re-listen take notes um but more importantly eat your fucking beef and sure she grass finished if you can um nourish your body today stay hydrated talk to your loved ones like you love them talk to yourself like you love yourself but with honesty and accountability, no foo-foo, delulu shit. If you're fucking up, you're fucking up. And if you love yourself, you'll tell yourself that truly. Because you can trust yourself to change. All right. Soapbox is over. 
I'm happy you guys joined me for my meat stock talk today. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just some points of the herbs that I used today that I wrote down just so I could let y'all know. Birch bark is usually used for joint inflammation and stones because of uric acid buildup that we typically typically will get over time in our bodies. Um, you have to piss that stuff out. If you're not getting the right minerals, you're not getting hydrated enough consistently, your tissues are getting irritated, you could get some pretty intense uric acid buildup. That's from a number of things. Diet, exercise, all these things. But birch bark will help expel the body of the excess. The chamomile will help with any... In- it's an anti-inflammatory, so it'll help with any inflamed tissue um, that I would consider to be wet and boggy. Uh, so it helps kind of dry things out. It's an anti-anxiety. I don't like that word. I don't like using anti-anxiety. But essentially, it helps your smooth muscle relax. And sometimes our smooth muscle could be the reason why we anxious, man. Your uh, diaphragm. It is also encapsulating your vagal nerve, which is in charge of some pretty important autonom- autonomic nerve function, uh, nerve function. And chamomile is suggested to be supportive to relaxing said smooth muscle in our psoads, which also encapsulate our vagal nerve because our vagal nerve goes all the way from the back of our throat, all the way down into our groin. And so we can help relax these muscles. So say you have mental anxiety, sometimes it's a very hard, that's more therapy induced support systems that you need, but for a physiological reaction to anxiety or for physiological responses um, to the world and they tend to move towards anxiety more and they're felt in the belly, they're felt in the chest, they're felt in the body like very intensely and you know what I'm talking about. If you have anxiety from, I have both, but I can tell you now when I have the physical manifestation of my anxiety, it is much, much worse than the mental rat race. The mental rat race can usually... I can transmute into benefiting me. Sometimes when it, it taps too deep into my body and I'm not listening, that pit in your stomach chest feeling is so detrimental to taking action steps in your life. And it can be very, it can be a very hindering feeling. So chamomile is really supportive of that. Um, it's also an antispasmodic, which I get anxiety where I get spasms and stutters. So I've noticed it helps me personally with that. Um... Red raspberry is a mineral building, tonifying to smooth tissue, and has very rich vitamin B content that is is bioavailable. Alfalfa, same goes for the minerals, B vitamins, it's tonifying to all tissue, um, as well as mucosal tissue specifically, and can be very supportive in lymph drainage. And that's not saying that anything is going to make your lymph drain more. It's saying that your body will be supported enough to do the proper detoxification processes that it already does naturally. Um, thyme, oregano, rosemary are all having their own specific functions. Rosemary being, um, supportive of circulatory, circulatory periphery. So if you get really cold hands and feet, great, great plant for that. If you get headaches that are induced by pinched nerves, lack of circulation, um, a cold demeanor, rosemary can be supportive. Thyme, incredible. And and these are all three oregano, thyme, and rosemary, all antifungal, antimicrobial, and antibacterial. Um, and they're also, this entire recipe with, that also includes eleuthero is all very supportive to the lungs. It's going to be um, supportive to expanding, tonifying, and 
um, supporting the lungs is natural process. And the process is detoxifying the blood and refilling the blood with nutrients through its own process of um, breathing. <laughs> and early winter, as a reminder, is a time to move through, forward, and away. This is also a time to be releasing all things that are detrimental to building our stamina. <clears throat> and that takes from our hearth that we are building, which is our power. And yeah, um, this Mercury retrograde is going to definitely ask you to slow it down. It's not the end of the world. Nothing is going to go awry unless it was already going to stop blaming Mercury. It was already going to happen. It was just a matter of time and it helped speed up the process. So in Mercury retrograde, I always suggest it doesn't matter what sign you are. It doesn't matter anything. It matters to happen, reevaluate, rejuvenate, take it as a time to slow the fuck down and quadruple check every aspect of your life. Um, and whatever ways it comes up naturally, you don't got to look for it. It'll come. It's coming. It's already probably pelting to the back of your fucking head. So when you sit down, you eat a good meal. This meat bolognese recipe I just gave you and the herbs I gave you, they might help you out, honey. Okay. It's a suggestion, a suggestion, not a protocol, not a, not any health advice. Okay. This is simple human-to-human discussion over a glass of wine and um, a big boiling pot of meat and tomatoes that I'm about to scarf down here in about 20 minutes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, I'm not going to record a separate outro. I'm going to be fully transparent with today's process because I'm kind of getting back into the swing of things, and I hope you enjoy this podcast today. Um, Again, I'll say that like four more times in a row. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. I did not expect to go. I'm, I I said I was going to record an outro, but I am. Um, I wasn't expecting it to go that deep. And I don't know if I went that deep or if I just went on. <laughs> but I'm happy you guys listened today. I hope it brought you some support. I hope it brought you some insight. I hope it's information that you feel like you can utilize. And if not, I hope you just enjoyed my banter. And I'll be posting from now on every Tuesday. <coughs> <coughs> And, um, I'll be posting every Sunday. And I hope you guys enjoy your fucking week. Yeah. Bye.